plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Friday. It's our last episode of the week. And today I'm bringing you some food news. Um, That's probably one of my favorite kinds of episodes because I also get to learn more about food, food industry. And you know, it's so fascinating these days because our artificial intelligence, robotics, uh, all these new technologies and scientific advances, uh, they also you know, impact our food industry a lot and uh, it changes a lot. And that's why I'm so excited every time I do these episodes, because there is always something new and exciting and very often controversial and just really something interesting, Um, something that feels like an adventure into the realm that connects all of us. You know, we all eat food and probably um, until we are still human, not some robots or some mix of it, we will be eating food for a while. And uh, uh, it's our shared experience that we all can connect to. And let's connect it deeper. Uh, so the first thing, uh, I want to talk about this new uh, sugar or sugar substitute on the block. Um, if you haven't heard about it, uh, it's allulose. And it's been recently uh, approved by FDA, FDA. Well, first of all, it was approved as a uh, generally recognized as safe or grass food that can be used in um humans' food supply and all sorts of food products. Uh, But also, uh, it's been recognized as a zero-calorie, no-added sugars um, kind of sweetener, meaning that um, if a uh, producer, uh, food manufacturer decides to put it into your food, uh, it's not going to be counted as added sugars. And it seems to be uh, a very good, uh, or at least not harmful to our health. Um, but uh, it's a pretty new thing. And so there uh, hasn't been a lot of studies, that, um, haven't been a lot of studies done. And um, so 
you know, nobody really sure what it ultimately will do to our health or our gut microbiome or how it can affect us long term. But from all the evidence that we have now, it seems that um, it's, um, you know, a pretty good option for someone who um, who is kind of addicted to sweet taste. Like, you know, the best Think ever is always whole food and no weird ingredients, you know, added, eating whole food as it is. But, um, you know, sometimes it's not that easy and sometimes uh, um, you might, you know, need that kind of uh, substitute maybe to make your recipes healthy when you feel like making um, some dessert or um, um, some treat or some cake or some cookies uh, and you're feeling like something special but you don't necessarily want to throw uh, out all of your um, diet and leaning out and fat loss efforts or just you know healthy eating principles and values or you, and you want to serve um, to your loved ones or your friends something um, healthier so Elulose seems to be a good option for that so what is Elulose exactly or Elulose sweetener. Elulose is also known as a D, uh, what, C, close or something like that. Well, a weird scientific term that you don't really need to know about. It is classified as a rare sugar because it is naturally present in only a few foods. So it's naturally present in foods. So it's not like it's artificial. Uh, wheat, figs, and raisins all contain it. Um, so, like glucose and fructose, allulose is a monosaccharide or single sugar. Um, let me. So, allulose, although 70 to 84% of the allulose you consume is absorbed into your blood from uh, your digestive tract, uh, it is eliminated in the urine without being used as a fuel. Um, so basically, your body does absorb it, but it is being eliminated in your urine. Elos also provides only 0.2 to 0.4 calories per gram and about one or about one tenth of the calories of table sugar. But um, on the label, it is considered a zero um, sugar sweetener because probably it is not absorbed. <laughs> Uh, in addition, early research suggests that allulose has anti-inflammatory properties and may help prevent obesity and reduce the risk of chronic disease. Um, the taste and texture have been described as identical to table sugar. It is about 70% as sweet as sugar, which is similar to the sweetness of erythritol, another popular um, sweetener. So what, what is kind of cool about this sweetener, it seems that it has a really positive effect on blood sugar, meaning allulose uh, may turn out to be a powerful tool for managing diabetes. Indeed, a number of animal studies have found that it lowers blood sugar, increases insulin sensitivity, and decreases the risk of type 2 diabetes by protecting the insulin-producing beta cells of your pancreas. Um, in a study comparing obese rats treated with allulose to rats given water and glucose, the allulose group had improved beta cell function, or basically the function on of your pancreas that suffers when you uh, have diabetes, um, and also less belly fat gain than the other groups. Uh, and actually, um, you know, some of my friends, biohackers or quantified self movement, basically people who like to measure stuff when they do things, you know, I'm kind of there too, but not as extreme. Anyway, um, uh, 
a few of them experimented with allulose measuring their blood um, sugar um, 30 minutes after the meal, right after the meal, one hour after the meal, 90 minutes after the meal. And for most of them, blood sugar uh, either didn't move anywhere or it actually got lower compared to the times when they had the same foods but without allulose. So uh, what my personal experience, you know, there are a couple of brands who already use uh, allulose as a sweetener, like no foods that are on a mission to eliminate or substitute, create substitution, healthier substitution for um, all grain products and uh, they're sugar-free and in all of their products um, you can find the link to that by the way in the show notes um, so in all of their products they use allulose and what I noticed personally is uh, when I would eat uh, a cookie um, made it was a grain-free cookie of course made with things like coconuts or flax seeds or chia seeds and when I would eat their cookies made with allulose uh, what would happen is uh, I actually would wake up next morning and I would look leaner and uh, I, like I didn't measure my blood sugar at that point, uh, but I always, again, looked leaner and I felt amazing and I never felt like I ate something with, you know, sugar or um, with a lot of carbs. Um, I usually notice a difference right away, like I'm sensitive to carbohydrates, not to the extreme, uh, but um, I am sensitive to a lot of carbohydrates in my diet uh, if they happen to be there. So allulose, yeah, it helped me to get leaner, to, uh, uh, but also having my cookies when I felt like them. Um, and so... Um, people who actually measured their blood glucose and in these studies that um, I'm reading from this article on Healthline. Um, so they also proved that it um, helps you to uh, keep your blood sugar low, uh, it uh, increases your insulin sensitivity, it might help with weight loss and fat loss and especially with belly fat loss. It also can help with fatty uh, liver disease. Um, a question, is allulose safe? Again, reading from Healthline article. It has been added to the list of foods generally recognized as safe, as I mentioned, by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. However, it is not yet allowed to be sold in Europe. Europe is always, you know, um, it's a good thing um, that Europe is a little bit more conservative and they wait till there are more studies and more um, things confirming that it is actually safe. Studies in allulose-fed rats lasting between 3 and 18 months have shown no toxicity or other health-related problems related to the sweetener. In one study, rats were fed about um, half a gram of allulose per pound of body weight for 18 months. By the end of the study, adverse effects were minimal and similar in both the allulose and control groups. It's worth mentioning that this was an extremely large dose. For reference, the equivalent amount for an adult weighing 150 pounds would be 83 grams per day or more than one-third of a cup. In human studies, more realistic doses of 515 grams or 1 to 3 teaspoons per day for 12 weeks weren't associated with any negative side effects. Allulose appears safe and is unlikely to cause health problems when consumed in moderation. However, as with any food, individual sensitivities are always a possibility. And by the way, guys, uh, when it comes to gut health, like, uh, for example, some of the sweeteners, good sweeteners, 
meaning better than others. Uh, erythritol, you know, sugar alcohols or dilatol, um, they cause um, digestive issues uh, in uh, in some people, uh, bloating um, or gas. Um, so allulose does not do that because uh, it doesn't cause any fermentation in the gut because of a lot of bloating and um, gas with um, sugar alcohols. Um, and plus, you know, it um, helps you to keep your blood sugar stable. It doesn't have any significant calories. Uh, it um, helps to increase your insulin sensitivity, might help to um, increase your fat burning abilities uh, for energy, might help to reduce inflammation. So, you know, a lot of different things it might do. Uh, so if you are someone who is looking into alternative sweeteners for one reason or the other, then allulose um, might be the thing for you. Um, and you can find allulose, you know, sold in some stores. It's sold on Amazon uh, in most countries. And brands like No Foods and Quest Nutrition use that. Like No Foods uses only allulose. Uh, and it's quite a cool company. Check out the link in the show notes. And then Quest Nutrition, they use it in some bars. Um, I, you know, some stuff from Quest Nutrition, I like, like it's really good quality when it comes to ingredients. Some are kind of like, not really. So um, I would not just grab anything by Quest personally. I always check out the ingredients uh, when I recommend something to people or if I'm, you know, for some reason decide to go for, for a fitness bar that usually is uh, a candy bar in disguise. So, allulose. Uh, and since, you know, it's, it is a global trend reducing sugar, uh, then um, I believe that allulose might get popular if it is everything it, it, is appears, um, it appears to be. Um, and a few other smaller in use for you. Quest for lab-grown dairy. A lot of companies these days, one company, A Perfect Day, uh, has already some products on the market. A lot of companies are going into this lab-grown um, plant or uh, animal foods alternative market. And so, for example, A Perfect Day, um, they have their own formula for creating uh, milk alternatives or dairy alternatives. So far, I know they released uh, a limited edition of their ice creams. Um, but, you know, it's just because something can be done, it doesn't mean it should be done. Like with dairy alternatives, you know, those dairy alternatives, they still have casein, they still have whey, um, they still have lactose. They didn't have any, you know, of course, um, antibiotics or hormones that might be in, in conventional dairy and um, that usually is there. Um, and it's, of course, it is much more sustainable because we don't use cows in the process. But and, and it's a great source of calcium, but a lot of that calcium is not absorbed by the body. And actually, calcium is being taken from your bones and your calcium deposits um, because casein and whey and lactose uh, like all this, this combination all together, it causes uh, for for a lot of people uh, inflammatory response. Uh, it is not really well digested in the gut. That's why all the you know fermentation and gas and bloating, and casein itself is a tricky protein that our body does not use that well. Um, so you know, just because something can be done, 
necessarily it doesn't mean that it should be done. Um, so in what sense it's better? Um, yeah, again, more sustainable, but is it better for you? Uh, like, probably not, not at this point. So I wouldn't get too excited about that. And I definitely would not spend more money on something that just, you know, is a fancier version of milk grown without cows. So <laughs> there's something to think about. Um, and uh, the last news for today is about fats and oils. And it's not so much as in use as somebody on my social media asked me to give a little bit of guidance when choosing your fats and oils and uh, specifically extra virgin olive oil. Um, so let's start with extra virgin olive oil. Guys, not ex all um, olive oil is great for you. Um, if it's been oxidized, it, if it got rancid, if it's been sitting on a shelf for quite a while, it's not good for you. At the very least, it's not going to give you any health benefits and you're just going to waste your money because uh, a lot of times extra virgin olive oil costs, uh, you know, some money. It's not like it's very cheap. Um, and then in the worst case scenario, it actually can harm your health. Um, and so the problem with a lot of fats that are not saturated fats that are very stable, um, the problem with um, a lot of those plant fats is they're very delicate. So your extra virgin olive oil, for example, it always has to be in a non-transparent or dark glass um, bottle in order to prevent oxidation and your oil is going bad and, and to preserve the quality and the taste. So never buy your extra virgin olive oil in um, clear glass or plastic, um, that is like the worst thing, uh, bottles or containers, either um, dark glass or, you know, non-transparent um, metal box um, not made of non-toxic materials. Then also if you are someone like me, um, um, you know, who doesn't use a lot of olive oil, use a um, smaller bottle because, and buy smaller bottles, because even though um, a larger bottle can be more economical, uh, it's not, because uh, the, when you open the bottle, the oxygen gets in and starts spoiling uh, your the taste of your oil and uh, start reducing all the potential health benefits. So the more it stays, um, you know, the earlier you open and the more you keep that open bottle, no matter how well you keep it, um, it's going to get worse, worse and worse. And after a month, you know, if you don't use your opened olive oil, you should throw it away. Um, if you're trying to also get health benefits and taste also changes a lot. Um, so use smaller bottles if you don't use uh, in a month what you what you usually buy. Um, then of course extra virgin olive oil. Don't cook uh, with it at um, temperatures. Try not to cook with it much at all. Even though it is not going to get as bad as I don't know something like canola oil. Um, but uh, use it in salads and my my way to use extra virgin olive oil, I add it either at the very end of my cooking, uh, almost with no heat uh, under my pan, or I add it when my food is cooked and I put it on the plate uh, and or I put it in the pan and mix it and I don't cook it anymore and it just, um, you know, I eat it right away with everything preserved as, preserved as best as possible. And of course, don't don't keep your olive extra virgin olive oil or any um, 
oil near the heat source or exposed to light, even if it's a non-transparent container, um, I would probably still put it uh, in the cupboard. But if it's completely non-transparent, then probably putting it out, it's not that bad. Um, so that's when it comes to extra virgin olive oil. Um, to sum it up, kind of uh, buy it in a dark glass container or in a metal container that is non-transparent. Keep it away from light and heat. Don't cook with it too much and use smaller uh, containers, the ones that you can use um, in a month, uh, ideally in a couple of weeks. Uh, so buy smaller uh, packages. Uh, when it comes to other fats, the most stable fats and fats that do not oxidize almost never and uh, stay um, and keep their health um, benefits and their ta um, their taste are saturated fats uh, and especially you know things like lard or good quality tallow or duck fat like duck fat is probably one of my favorites it's like so tasty um, so those fats they um, you can cook with them and they are very stable and um, they are also neutral to your health um, they do not make your health or heart health or any health better but they also do not um, make your health worse when they're of good quality and consumed you know in, in normal amounts um, um, coconut oil also great saturated fats so use the two it actually has brain benefits and lauric acid in coconut oil has antibacterial benefits so um, a, amazing food when it comes to things like you know all the vegetable oils the reason why they're bad well first of all they are industrial fats meaning they are made by high refinement and anything that is refined that way is not going to be recognized by your body all that well because of its changed molecular structure but also they go back and go rancid and uh, become pro-inflammatory very very easily uh, most of them when you buy them they are already rancid and um, will create inflammation in your body because also a lot of them are stored in clear containers in plastic bottles and um, even those, you know, flaxseed oils, walnut oils, they're very unstable. And if you buy them in clear containers, they probably already went bad. Um, and you, it's not something you want to put in your body. Flaxseeds whole, um, you know, walnuts whole, amazing food to eat, but uh, oil is not such a great idea. And um, that's it for today, guys. So Elilos, um, look it up, um, check it out uh, if you're looking for a good um, sugar substitute it's again it's not synthetic substitute it actually derived from foods like figs and raisins um, uh, dairy alternatives plant-based alternatives lab-grown alternatives to animal foods um, most of them do not most of them are not worth your money or attention at the moment you know i'm open-minded and i believe that we will figure out a way how to keep it sustainable and also good for us but you know for now the best bet, go for whole foods of the best quality, local, seasonal, organic, you know, the better you can afford, like, go for it. It's going to all worth it for your health and your energy levels and just going to improve the quality of your life on so many levels. Um, and fats, you know, buy good quality extra virgin olive oil, know how to cook uh, with it and store it and avoid vegetable oils as a plague because that's how bad it is for your health. Uh, and... 
be okay with animal saturated fats. Our body needs a variety of fats and our body needs some saturated fats. Our body needs a lot of omega-3 fatty acids, but also some omega-6 fatty acids. Um, and all fats in between, our body needs a variety of fats. But, you know, vegetable oils, those industrial oils, they're not a part of a healthy diet. They're not natural. They're not whole. They're highly refined, refined foods. So stay away from them. So that's it for today's episode. Uh, check out the link, the links below uh, the article about allulose if you want to read uh, in depth about the health benefits um, of it. Also, check out the links uh, to no fuse and also the link to um, allulose sweetener on Amazon. <coughs> oh, sorry. And that's it, guys. Have an awesome, healthy weekend. Schedule something fun because that will fuel into your work and into all areas of your life. You're just going to feel more awesome. I, for example, am in Moscow and this weekend we are having international fireworks competition. So teams from around the world will come, well, they probably already are here and we'll, at night we'll create this amazing show, fireworks show, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So that's what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, and I'm going to work also, but anyhow, <laughs> do something exciting and uh, eat as healthy as you possibly can. Uh, enjoy yourself at the same time. You can eat your cake and have it too. Um, and as usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>